the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM Columbus, 94.5 FM Dayton. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network, filling in today for this show's namesake, Mr. Bruce Hooley, who is kind and trusting enough to offer me the chance to be here with you today. Thank you for tuning in and thank you too to the man right over there behind the glass, Mr. Jeff Murtall, who's producing today's show. Today is Friday, June 2nd, the year of our Lord, 2023. It's the first Friday in June, which means what? It's National Donut Day. National Donut Day. That means you get to treat yourself and others to a donut, or if you overindulge, multiple donuts at your favorite donut shop. Where is your favorite donut shop? Jeff. Jeff, do you have a favorite donut shop? Um, I don't know that I have a favorite donut shop. I guess going to Otterbein's uh, uh, all the time. We, we used to have those donut runs uh, down on campus um, at, at like 3 in the morning, but I can't for the life of me remember what that, uh, what that bakery was called. But it tasted good. Yes, it was, it was very good. All right, do you like donuts, cream sticks? Does it matter? Bear claws? I'll eat any donuts. Uh, I'd say my favorite, though, are the Boston cream Oh, there it is. That's we have something in common, Jeff. My my favorite is the is the Boston cream too. And frankly, I don't care if it's from Krispy Kreme, Duck Donuts. Of course, there's Tim Hortons. Actually, I think there's some, some Tim Hortons here in the in the break room. So, did you get to enjoy any of that? I I saw them. I've got them on the radar. I haven't grabbed one yet. Okay. Next break, I think we're going to have to get some coffee and some donuts. So, now Donut Day was created by the Salvation Army in Chicago in 1938 to honor those of their members who served donuts to soldiers during World War I. little tidbit of information there. What else is going on today? Let's look at some headlines from around the country. The New York Times headline, U.S. added 339,000 jobs in May, defying expectations of a slowdown. Well, diving into the headline, we see that in July 2022, over 528,000 new jobs were recorded. In January of this year, that number was around 470,000. May, per the headline, that number is just 339,000 new jobs. Now, I'm not a mathematician, New York Times, but over 528,000 seems to be much less, I don't know, maybe by about 43% less than 339,000. Let's see. Uh, The Washington Post. Ah, yes. Same headline. About 339,000 new jobs added in May. By the way, those numbers were also delivered with another data point. 
The number of new jobs was accompanied by an uptick in unemployment. So unemployment's on the rise, too. You know, it's interesting. 83.4% of 25 to 54-year-olds participate in the labor market. Here's a hard question. (laughs) Honest question. What are the other, what is that? 15.6, doing? What are they doing if they're not participating in the labor market? Are they collecting a paycheck? Are they spending money? Another Washington Post headline. Georgia probe of Trump broadens to activities in other states. Do you know what lawfare is? What's going on in Georgia? That's lawfare. And New York. It's called lawfare. What is that? It's warfare through the justice system. You see, in this country, in America, anyone can sue someone. And the due process eventually, in most cases we hope, separates the bogus from the brazen lawbreakers, or at least bad faith actors. But the problem is, the process is expensive. You have to hire lawyers to defend yourself, and that means they get paid to find information, evidence, vet it, prepare it in their arguments, so on and so forth. Now, lawfare, it wears people down financially, emotionally, and otherwise. Here's another honest question. Can you point to a man who has been under attack more since around 2015, 2016 than Donald Trump? Last year, I talked to U.S. Senator J.D. Vance about this very topic. He estimated that Trump may pay $20 million to $30 million a year in legal fees. I want you to think about that. Regardless of how you feel about Donald J. Trump, in order to go against the system, the progressives, by the way, in both the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, you better have a fat bank account in really, really thick skin. Otherwise, you'll end up broke financially and probably broken emotionally. Have you ever had to go through a court case? It's exhausting. Moving on. Columbus Dispatch. Headline. Gun violence high on list of issues facing mayors at Columbus event. In case you missed it, here's what's going on there. The annual U.S. Conference of Mayors meeting starts today at the Hilton Columbus downtown. Now, Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther who's the group's vice president and will serve as its president in 2024, has an agenda in Columbus that prioritizes public safety, technology, climate action, which, by the way, those things align with the priority slate of, quote, issues this mayor's group will cover over the weekend during its talks and breakout sessions. And it includes about 200 mayors from various cities. Panel topics include, of course, gun violence, managing the influx of migrants, and, quote, tapping the power of DEI and accessibility. Now, DEI, for those of you who who don't know, is diversity, equity, and inclusion. (sighs) Hey, I can solve your gun violence issue and your influx of immigration issue. Are you ready? I'll save you four days because this mayor's conference runs through Monday. In hundreds of thousands of dollars. Enforce the law. Did you get that, Fat Andy? Ginther, did you get that? Do you need me to say it louder for the mayors in the back of the room? 
enforce the laws already on the books, allow the system to lock up those who commit crimes. It's not rocket science. 80% of crimes are committed by roughly 20% of the bad actors who repeatedly game the system and then break the law repeatedly. The problem, rogue prosecutors and progressive fat cats don't crack down on crime. Instead, they crack down on law-abiding citizens. Consequently, the bad actors rule the roost. Hey, the same goes for immigration. Instead of celebrating the expiration of Title 42 and pretending like we haven't stopped tracking and counting the illegal immigrants who have, by the millions, flooded into the country, instead of this silliness, enforce the legal, methodical, and controlled immigration laws already on the books. There. Done. No need for the mayor's conference. Draft the memo, Jeff. Send it to all of them. (laughs) I'm kidding. Kind of. Okay, moving on to the Ohio Press Network. Headline, Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost says public facilities can separate restroom use according to biological sex. Wow. How about a dose of sanity in an insane world? One where we pretend women acting like men can get pregnant where we allow biological males to compete against biological females in what? Women's sports. Where ignorant or malicious attorneys advise school boards and superintendents that it's okay to let a boy into the girl's bathroom, changing room, or locker room, because the Supreme Court said so in that landmark Bostock case is what they say. No, no it didn't. I said this last year and took a ton of flack. I said that the Bostock versus Clayton County case involved the hiring and firing of an individual, labor law, and that the court expressly denied applying the issues and opinions to other matters. As it turns out, the matter is a bit more complex. But in an official opinion from the Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost, he said that the Ohio Revised Code allows managers of public restrooms to separate restroom use according to biological sex. Now, the request specifically asks for clarification on the Ohio Civil Rights Commission's authority in enforcing cases of sex and gender discrimination, and if policies that limit an individual's use of restroom, changing room, or locker room to an individual's biological sex would be a violation of Ohio law. Yost says no. I received calls, messages, Lots of input yesterday about whether this ruling applies to Ohio schools. I talked to the AG's spokeswoman yesterday, and she said it gives courts precedent as well as boards of educations and superintendents. You know what else it does? It validates the legality of legislation that would require schools to have restrooms for biological boys separate from those offered to biological girls. And coming up next, State Representative Beth Lear is going to talk to us about a law that she and State Representative Adam Byrd have proposed in the Ohio State House that would do just that. So stick around after the break. We'll have State Representative Beth Lear on The Bruce Woolley Show. All right, welcome back to The Bruce Woolley Show. At 1135, we'll be joined by GOP U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Marino. GOP strategist Bob Clegg will be with us at 1206 to chat about the 24 races, you know, that U.S. Senate race, the U.S. president race, and perhaps the budget and debt ceiling bill. We'll wrap 
with State Representative Gary Click at 1235. He will talk with us about the heat he's taking for calling sin a sin. Imagine that. And believing that minor kids <clears throat> shouldn't be forced into chemical castration or surgical gender reassignment surgeries. But first, we're going to continue the topic we started at the end of the last segment. Dave Yost's official opinion that says single-sex bathrooms are not illegal. And um, I mentioned that I got a lot of calls yesterday from parents who said, well, wait a, wait a minute, what about schools? Well, that's why we have our next guest, State Representative Beth Lear. She is a Republican from Galena. Uh, State Representative Lear, thank you for joining us on The Bruce Hooley Show. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. Thank you for having me, Jack. Hey, it's always an honor to talk with you, uh, and you bet. Uh, look, let me just tee this up for you, and I want you to talk to us a little bit about uh, what you and Adam Byrd, a Republican from New Richmond, are up to in the State House. Tell us about House Bill 183. Well, House Bill 183 is actually a bill that started with State Representative Chris Jordan, my friend who passed away in late February, leaving behind three young children that attend the public school system in his district. Now, they haven't had any trouble in that school district yet, but he he sees, he saw what was going on in the culture. He was very concerned for his two girls and his son, and he was going to introduce legislation that would require public schools um, have the students use the facilities that were aligned with their sex at birth. So I took that bill upon his death and went ahead and talked with my friend Adam Bird, the chairman of the Education Committee, who's a former superintendent, by the way. And he and I decided we were going to um, share sponsorship for a bill that would say no boys and girls will be sharing bathrooms, locker rooms, changing rooms, or overnight accommodations in K-12 through or higher ed publicly funded schools if we can get this bill to pass. Let me uh, state what I think is the obvious to you and me, but maybe to not all of our listeners. You mentioned that uh, biological boys, for example, shouldn't be in the restroom assigned to uh, allocated for biological females or in changing rooms or even sleeping in the same space in overnight accommodations. Is that going on in the state of Ohio, Representative Lear? Well, I can tell you I've had multiple parents from a school in my district complain that one of the high schools allowed girls to stay in a boy's cabin um, at a summer activity uh, where the kids were participating. And I've had numerous complaints um, from schools just within my district that there are boys going in. Some are, are confused boys. Some are confused girls. Some are Boys who want to go in and spend time with their girlfriends, gosh, that's shocking that a boy would act like that when he's given the opportunity. And I've had numerous legislators reach out and say, are you introducing that bill that Chris Jordan started? Because our superintendents are calling and begging for us to do something. They want a law that protects their right to keep their students safe. Yeah, I think a lot of people are, are still, maybe still have the wool pulled over their eyes a bit. I have conversations every week with parents who go, well, wait a minute, is that really going on? You know, we broke the story at the Ohio Press Network last year of an elementary school that I believe is also in your district, uh, State Representative Lear, that allowed a biological boy to go into a girl's bathroom and didn't let students know ahead of time, didn't let parents know ahead of time 
and then after the incident went down, basically tried to sweep it under the rug and say, well, you know, I, we can't really confirm, we, nor can we deny, because that would go against the privacy protections afforded the student, so on and so forth. So this stuff is really going on. And, um, you know, we talked about last segment that Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost said, you can do this. This makes it legal. Does what Yost did in issuing his opinion, do you think that bolsters the case for House Bill 183? And where is that bill right now in the General Assembly? Well, yes, I think it absolutely helps. And and I've been in conversations with the Attorney General's office about this, and we'll continue to, I hope, work together going forward. They're very likely going to have to defend it because somebody will file a lawsuit once we're able to pass it. Um, we are waiting for the Rules Committee uh, to assign it to an actual committee to get it started. We expect uh, the natural location for this would be either um, primary and secondary education or more likely higher education, since the chair of primary and secondary is my joint sponsor. Um, Representative Tom Young, who is the chair for higher ed, has said that he would really like to have this bill in his committee. He feels it's incredibly important, and he wants to make sure we get moving on it right away. So it's my hope that the Rules Committee run by Speaker Jason Stevens will see how important this is and will assign it to a committee this coming week. The legislation says no school shall permit a member of the female biological sex to use a student restroom, locker room, changing room, or shower room that has been designated by the school for the exclusive use of the male biological sex. No school shall permit a member of the male biological sex to use a student restroom, locker room, changing room, or shower room that has been designated by the school for the exclusive use of the female biological sex. That, to me, seems to be pretty clear. Uh, One, it affords females the privacy that they're deserved, and by the way, that schools teach through their guidance counselors consistently. But it also avoids what Yost talked about in his opinion, the risk, the risk that girls could be assaulted, the risk that uh, things like you said could be going on in high schools where a boy says, well, wait a minute, if I can go in the bathroom with my girlfriend, um, what do you want to say? We've got about 30 seconds here. What would you say to our listeners uh, about this bill and what they can do in order to get the protections for the students that are needed? Well, I would first uh, encourage them to use the name that we gave to the bill, the Protect All Students Act, because it's also going to keep these students who are confused safe by not allowing them to go into the opposite sex facility and possibly face some sort of discrimination or harm. And we need parents and grandparents to call their legislators starting with the Speaker of the House and say, we need to get this bill moving. We want protections in place for our kids by the fall. Please help us do what's best for them. Because if this bill doesn't pass, we're leaving the door open for pedophiles and perverts who are adults to go into these facilities. We got to run, Beth. And I am grateful for your time. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.